guys, welcome back to Drinks After Work. It's Shannon. It's Abby. It's Drinks After Work. It's us. Abby's been really freaking annoying tonight. She's had like a very, very bad British accent on for most of the night. <laughs> bad. A bad British accent. I would beg to differ. It was. <laughs> it was not what I wanted. We had to start recording just to get her to stop. <laughs> but we're scared it's gonna slip out at some point this episode. Um. Whatever, I'm going to ignore that negativity. We're keeping things positive tonight. She doesn't need my negative energy bringing her no. down. She doesn't. No, if you're new here, you know the drill. Or no, you don't because you're new. Follow us on <laughs> <laughs> follow us on Instagram. It's at drinksafterwork underscore. Um, there you will find this little link in our bio. It's a Hoobie link. Um, it'll have everything you need to know where to find us, our TikTok, our mm-hmm. Twitter, yep. our merch, mm-hmm. our boss and baddies group yep. chat. So our, our Amazon wish list boys, our Venmo account, <laughs> our social security identity numbers <laughs> and birthday and address. So you can send me a birthday present. Yes. No. But if you do go to our Instagram again, like I said, link in bio for all the ways to keep up to date with us. Mm hmm. <laughs> Did I sell them? I think you sold them. I think they can either buy us things or kill us. Either way, we're in a good spot. Okay, cool. cool. (sighs) Well, we just had a nice relaxing weekend. Um, We've done so much traveling lately. It's been insane, but we decided just to lay low. I went back to New Hampshire. Abby went to the beach. (laughs) Yeah, I did. She is burnt to a crisp right now. Excuse me, turn your phone sound off. Oh, sorry. My phone <laughs> sound is on. Um, she is burnt to a crisp right now. Her back is like completely just, you can, you know, and you can like see the outline of the bikini, like, and it's like a uh-huh. one that you can tell it crosses a lot. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, no. She was sending me pictures. I was like, I'm so sorry. But I know I got, um, Maggie, uh, recommended the sun bum after cool mm. thing. And I put it on today, so we'll see how that works. But yes, I am toasty, roasty. Toasty, roasty. She's toasty, roasty. But yeah, it was a relaxing weekend. We wanted to kind of keep it low key because this Friday we're reunited with our our first love. Our one true love. Our one true love. We're going back to the Grand. Woo! We're so excited. Are you? I'm I'm so excited. Um, Do you know what you're wearing yet? I don't. I was actually thinking that earlier. I don't know what I'm wearing. I haven't even made a nail appointment yet. I haven't done anything I i'm so unprepared i know i might just wear like a bathing suit it's like so hot out okay just bring, i think like, anything goes this anything, year anything so i goes. think that's fine but it's literally not not that i've been counting but it's been 479 days since we were last at the grand the last time we were at the grand was uh february 14th valentine's day for cash cash and, and abby has not been counting nope Nope, it'll be 482 days the day that we're reunited. Okay, beautiful. <laughs> and we'll be seeing Chico's, which I'm so excited because I've never seen them. No, I'm not. I am no, going to... What? Wait, okay, so Chico's, it's almost meant to be because when we were in Nashville, when mm-hmm. we had like a party bus type thing, mm-hmm. so all I wanted was for them to play Balenciaga. And I love that song. Michael sweetheart that he is he requested balenciaga that they played it he vemoed the dj of the party bus like a bunch of money and the guy's like i'm playing it i promise he confirmed it twice he circled back confirmed it twice he's like i'm playing it we stopped all of a sudden the guy's like all right well this has been awesome thank you guys so much for coming out today uh make sure that you grab your personal belongings they didn't play it the whole day 
I listened to country music. I listened to throwback music. Oh. You name it. No Balenciaga was played, and I was so ready, just to, like freaking jam. You know when I, the the beat comes on, it's like and you just like get down. Okay, maybe you don't. No, I do because oh, I put so the good. Balenciaga song on our story the other day. It's so because it's a freaking bob. It's and I'm fire. ready to it's bippity fire. bop I'm, all at the ground. I'm ready to bippity freaking bop. <laughs> um, anyway, so then when Speaking, I... Oh, go ahead. When I heard Chico's was coming, I was like, this We're is going. it. We are... I'm going to have to wear like sneakers just so I can get some real like... Ooh, real you know, dancing that might in. be the move. Right? Ooh, okay. What were you going to say? No, I was going to say, speaking of anniversaries, I sent you a Snapchat memory today. Not oh, that you check Snapchat. <laughs> you, but, so you had to resend it to me via text. That's what all my friends uh -huh. do. <laughs> um, not that you'd see this. No, you don't. Um, a year ago today, we went blonde. Oh. Which, to those of you listening, I know that just sounded like a little like, oh, like superficial. We promise there's actually there's a meaning good, behind there's it. There's a deeper meaning to it. There so. Is. Last year, um, Abby and I were only coworkers, occasionally friends. Uh, <laughs> we really didn't have that much in common. I'm kidding. We were friends. She reached out to me and she was like, you know what? Um, I think that we should start this podcast. We've told, we've told this story before, but mm -hmm. she was like, I think we should start this podcast. I think it could be something really special. We sat down, we brainstormed Memorial day. We sat down at dinner. We, we got serious about it. We were like, oh, what should yeah. we do? What should it be called? We spent all this time planning That was planning our first it. dinner that a restaurant was open yeah. in New Hampshire. Memorial day. Yeah. yeah. Tuscan kitchen. I'll never forget mm -hmm. with Caitlin. Mm -hmm. Um, and then we just kind of started talking over the next few weeks. We were like, all right, like, let's just do it. Let's put ourselves out there. But we didn't know where to begin. We didn't know where to begin. We were like, okay, we're going to go blonde. We might as well just vlog ourselves, like, going blonde. We decided we were going to start this vlog cast, half podcast, half vlog. We'll have, like, vlog moments, podcast moments. We didn't know what the hell we were doing. We had Abby's iPhone 10. <laughs> At the time, it was a 10, yeah. Ab so we had Abby's iPhone 10. Uh, we bought a cheap ring light that was called the influencer ring light. Oh, my God. Horrible. And we had a dream, and we knew that we were called drinks after work. Um... We sat down that morning and we had no idea what the hell we were going to talk about, mm -hmm. what we were going to do, what what it all meant. But I think we knew that we had something special. So a year ago today, we set up her camera. We sat in my living room and we just started talking about going blonde, about, um, you know, getting Botox done, getting work done, fillers. It was horrible. We never posted this video <laughs> um, because no. it was so bad. Wait, maybe for our, like, so our one year anniversary of like, since we posted a video is in July. Maybe we should post oh, that footage. Maybe. Let that us would know be, if you guys want to see that. It's, it's pretty bad. It's really We didn't trendy. end up actually releasing our first um, video onto YouTube until like over a month later. It was uh -huh. like July something that we ended up, July 22nd or whatever. Yeah. That we ended up releasing it. So this first one never saw the light of day and we just kind of pretended like it never existed but we called, <laughs> like we called our um, the next video like episode, episode two. two. <laughs> so there was never an episode one because we were like, we can't put this out there. It, it was, was so bad. It was horrible. But anyways, I think the moral of the story is that, you know, we felt uncomfortable and weird and people don't realize like talking to a camera is very uncomfortable. It's, it's still uncomfortable. It's a year later, it, it's uncomfortable. It's a little less, but it's still awkward. You know, you pull, you pull up, like we were um, vlogging on the way here. You pull up your camera. People are looking at you. They're never going to stop giving you weird looks. But I think the moral of the story is we just, we did it. We didn't know what would become of it, but I think we knew that we had a good idea. We knew we wanted to create something really special. Um, I think we are so, you know, far from where we want to be. Mm -hmm. But the awesome thing is, it's like I was talking to Michael earlier and I was telling him about it and he was like, Shannon, I can't believe it's only been a year. 
He's like, I I'm know. so proud. Like, so we've done, I feel like just joining big night and getting like a real podcast and separating the podcast from the vlog and like the, you know, the Boston baddies and everything that's happened. It's crazy to think that it's only been a year and it genuinely makes me feel so happy. And I know we try not to get too sappy on this podcast, <laughs> but it's just an example of like, I really do think that, the, that if there's something in your life that's calling you, like something that you believe is in the back of your mind, you should go for it. And um, one of my sister's friends, she actually gave this advice a long time ago. She was like, the thing that she was like, the thing that you're meant to do is the thing that you're constantly thinking about, but you don't want to say out loud. Like Ooh. you're constantly thinking about it, but you're scared that people might think it's weird or you're scared that you'll get rejected. And that's the thing that deep down, like you're meant to do. And I would just like, I'm so blessed that I met you because I don't think I ever would have done this if I didn't have a friend that was like, let's just go freaking do it. And we did. So anyways, mush over. Cheers to that. Cheers to you. It's been. Cheers to us. It's cheers to us. It's been fun. It's been real, but it hasn't been real fun. Just kidding. <laughs> All okay. right. Now let, on to some slander. Let's go get yeah. into drunk deeds. Let's get into the tea. The okay. Tea. So just a quick update. Last week we spoke on Lana Rhodes' uh, pregnancy pregnancy announcement. Mm -hmm. And just a quick little update. Um, Mike is not the father. Dun, dun, dun. Mike, I don't know how you say last name. Hey, Big Mike. Just say, hey, Big Mike. Hey, Big Mike. Hey, um, Big Mike. <laughs> hey, that's Big Mike. His, that's his Instagram handle if you didn't get that. If you care to um, know. He looks like a, what is it they say, a Walmart version of Adam Sandler. <laughs> he oh, does look like a Walmart version. I could see that. Oh my God, I, I didn't even know that. Um, but so he has a podcast called Impulsive with- um, Logan. Yeah, I never know which Paul brother it is, with Logan Paul. And so shortly after we recorded last week, I listened to the episode, like the episode of Impulsive come out and he said that he was not the father. He mm -hmm. confirmed that he's not the father, but he did say that Lana does know who the father is. Yeah, and he was actually pretty sweet about it. He was, he like, was. He's like, she has wanted this for so long and she's You're just the over the mood. one thing I couldn't give her. Yeah, right now. She, he was like, she's over the mood, excited. I'm gonna be here for her. It was actually really sweet what he said. I think it was. I think it's a good situation all yeah. in all. So he only touched upon it for like a short four minutes, but um, I think that was like the million dollar question what mm -hmm. everyone wanted to know. Is yeah. he the father? Who's the father? We still don't know who the father is. He's like, is. I've never gotten so many people text in different me in my life. Too. In He's different like, languages. In so many Are you the father yeah. so funny um okay so obviously our episodes go out on wednesdays we record on mondays so last night sunday night was a pretty big night within the influencer world um it was a night where logan paul um fought floyd mayweather it's pretty intense i actually did buy the fight you bought it? I bought it. Why did you buy it? You could have just streamed it on TikTok for I, free. I'm not good with te <laughs> technology. I was like, I'm just going to cough up the 50 bucks and, and watch it. Um, so it was pretty, I don't know. I mean, it didn't lead it to a knockout. So I think some people were disappointed because whenever you spend money to watch two people fight, you want to see someone get knocked the hell out. That's just kind of the reality of life. Yeah. Um, so like for all eight rounds, you're kind of on the edge of your seat. You're like, who's going to get knocked out? And by like the end of the eighth round, it's like 10 seconds left. You're like, oh shit, no one's getting knocked out here, which I guess is a good thing because no brain damage, but- um, I didn't watch it. How long did it last? So it went, all eight, it went all eight rounds. So yeah. there's like what, like three minutes per round or whatever. So, oh, um, so it's, it's quick. Yeah, it's pretty quick because boxing is just so strenuous. Like they're literally by the end of it, they're just drenched in sweat. I mean, Logan, you could just tell like his body just never had been through something like that before. He was like toppling over like on top of Floyd Mayweather. Um, but it was, it was really interesting. And I learned a lot about boxing. So the cool thing, oh, um, 
<laughs> so, you know, obviously it's a huge, huge thing, huge deal that Logan um, fought Floyd. And um, the interesting thing is that like Floyd Mayweather, <laughs> he is in his 40s. So he's obviously a little older. He's washed up. Um, no, but I mean, he's no. 50 and zero. Like he's literally the best boxer probably of our generation. It's amazing what he's done. Um, Logan's a lot He's younger. He's the guy that carries around the million dollars at all yes, times. Yes, we right? saw him oh, in. No, we saw him in Miami. We saw him in Miami. Yeah. Um, a little shorty. <laughs> yeah, well, that's thing. He's, he's a like a light weight class. So he's only like I think like 150 pounds or something. Ah, oh, I could tell you. Right. So Logan is like 190 pounds. He has a ton of oh, height wow. on him, a ton of weight on him. So that's why they're kind of saying, well, you know, is it like there fair? Is, well, normally no, because in boxing you only box against your own weight class. So. A lot of people are going into it. They were like, there's a chance that Logan might win just because of the fact that like you take a bigger person that's heavier and taller right. and they're them punching someone, they're gonna knock them out versus a smaller person that's shorter and less weight. Like it's just, you know, science physics and math. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> um, so that was interesting, but it, then you have the fact that Floyd Mayweather is the best boxer in the world and you know, Logan's just getting started. So I thought it was interesting. I was like, there's a chance it could go either direction. I went into it not sure who I wanted to win. Because part of me was like, I mean, I love Logan Paul, so I was like, I want him to win. But then the other part of me was like, no, he shouldn't win because you know Floyd Mayweather is the best boxer in the world. He should win. Like, there's right. no way that that Logan should win. But there would be uproar. Yes, if he did, if he literally knocked out Floyd Mayweather, he would have to go into hiding, not <laughs> I know. come out. It was interesting. Yeah, because well, because there was that thing. It was like, well, what if he does knock him out? Like, what does that mean for boxing? What does that mean for you know Logan? And what is it? What does that mean in general? But so the thing I learned though, is that the the match was technically an exhibition, which means that there can be no clear winner or loser unless there's a knockout. Yeah, I don't get that. So basically- there's no judges, Like right? Logan is not a professional boxer. So they weren't entering into an actual like fight that affects Floyd's stats. Like it doesn't oh, affect Floyd May okay, Mayweather's okay. stats. So for that reason, like there was no clear winner or loser unless someone gets knocked out, in which case, yeah, obviously that person lost but there was no judges. There was a ref, but no judges. So the fight ends and Jake Paul being Jake posted on Insta. He was like, my brother just beat Floyd Mayweather, like blah, 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 freaking out. And obviously the comments, everyone's like, no, he didn't. Like he only lasted eight rounds. Floyd basically won. And then other people are like, no, Logan won. So it's always going to be up for debate. Cause it's like, how do you really know? Who I feel won? like, I don't know if this is, I feel like I saw Logan post on Instagram and like his caption was like W like for when. So, it's just, it's a lot of speculation because Logan's like, why well, threw more punches, but a few of his um, percentage of his punches landed. So I, like, you know what I mean? Without judges, there's really no way for us to say. Right. Um, Logan came out of the gate really hot first two or three rounds. I would say he definitely won. I, I By the end, that. you know, Floyd Mayweather, he just has this crazy stamina for boxing. It's what he does. Right. I think he blatantly was, you know, doing better by the end. So... I don't know. It kind what? of goes either direction. I also, I don't want to say this because it's speculation. I don't know if I feel like Floyd Mayweather put his 100% into the match. Because oh, it's kind of like, why would he? You know what I mean? It's like, what's what's really the point? I think he held his own. I think he knew Logan was going to come out strong. He kind of held his own in the beginning. I think at the end, he was like, all right, let me kind of show this guy what I'm made of a little bit. A thing or two. But um, 
I don't know. In the end of the day, the consensus was so impressive that Logan was able to make it eight rounds with Floyd Mayweather. Like that's oh, people that's thought impressive. that he wasn't going to. Like, oh no, get knocked out. Yeah, knocked out. And oh. like the, people get knocked out within the first round, within the first minute, all the time. But so, isn't like Floyd's thing? Like I, I just heard that like he doesn't really throw a lot of punches. He's really quick, so he's good at avoiding and, punches. Yeah. Yeah. So, but he doesn't actually throw he's so like he's not heavy like he's so small that like, i feel like knocking someone out when you're like i couldn't knock someone out you know what i mean so i feel like it's just harder to do but again i don't know that much about boxing but i just thought it was interesting because to floyd May mayweather it was a exhibition whatever he said some kind words he was like honestly logan was better than i thought he would be good for him he's a good kid whatever logan on the other hand like to him like this is such a big deal um, it really kind of resonated with me because he tweeted afterwards. He said, in 2015, I moved to Los Angeles. Every morning and every night, I'd look into the mirror and repeat 10 times, I will be the biggest entertainer in the world. I had no idea how or when it would happen, but after six years of manifestation, it's happening. Life is a wild ride. And he put like a little crying face. That's sweet. I thought it was cute. Like That's he just, cute. and he said on his podcast last week before the fight, like, because Mike, uh, Mike asked him, he was like, hey, like, do you think this is like your starting point or like, do you think this is like your big moment? And he, he was, was like, like, this is it. He's like, this is it. He's like, I think yeah. I will have other big moments in my life. He's like, but this moment right here, getting to fight him, he's like, I think yeah. this is like the biggest moment that I'm going to encounter in my life and something I'm going to be able to tell my children and my grandchildren yeah, I think just about. just to say that you fought, like that you're yeah. in the ring with Floyd Mayweather, I think that's like an honor and a privilege in, a, in and of itself. I agree. But yeah, I don't know. Super cool. Well, speaking of the Paul brothers, Jake Paul is in a little bit of a sticky situation. Go freaking figure. Like what, <laughs> when is he not? I literally think he's such a freaking idiot. <laughs> You're not wrong. <laughs> he is something else. Um, but basically, okay, so there's this family. I don't know if you know who they are. Have you heard of Austin McBroom? Vaguely, yeah. Okay, well, he and his wife, Catherine, they're like... And they're like mid to late 20s. Like they're like not much older than we are. They have like two kids, maybe three. I'm not sure. But they have a YouTube channel and they've had a YouTube channel for quite some time, like a few years. And they have literally like, I don't know, f 15 million, maybe more oh, subscribers. Wait, I actually, I have heard of them. Like they yeah. have a disgusting amount of subscribers and they call themselves the Ace Family. And like, honestly, like their audience, I feel like is like younger than us. Like their content is not something I would watch, oh. but that's neither here nor there. Basically Jake Paul and Austin McBroom are beefing. So it all started. I feel he's like running out of people to beef with. He's like, oh, let me just go after these, like this couple channel next well, because well, there's no one else left in Hollywood. They were like friends first. Oh. And so what happened is back in November in 2020, uh, Austin posted, and this was when Jake started getting into like the whole like boxing thing. Um, he, you know, he's fighting former UFC champion Tyron Woodley. Mm -hmm. I don't know if I'm saying that right. He's fighting him on August 28th. So he's been kind of in the whole like fighting, boxing, whatever world for a right. bit. But back in November, Austin, like, I guess he was like kind of like, like not like taunting him, but he like wanted to fight Austin, like in a ring, like not like fight him, but like professionally. And he posted this Instagram post. Um, like saying like, oh, like who do you think like I could take? Like, let me know in the comments, blah, blah, blah. And basically Jake 
took that and ran with it. And like he said that Austin's wife was in his DMs and like it just like spiraled into this whole thing. And so why? Like what is wrong with him? I don't know. But like you would think that it would stop there, but it didn't. So the other week, Austin posted a video on TikTok with that guy. How is Tyrone? Yeah. Tyrone. Mm -hmm. He posted a video with Tyrone like literally like they're I don't know I guess boys like walking and he said Jakey you're in trouble my man like showing like oh like I'm with Tyrone and so basically like Jake took that as kind of like disrespectful like oh you're like we're supposed to be friends but you're like with my opponent like being all buddy buddy and so I feel like a normal person would be like oh like that's just like a funny TikTok like he's just posting it for clout like it's not like a jab at me but obviously Jake Paul is a hothead like literally a hothead and he and, a <laughs> and he posted which is now deleted on TikTok basically claiming that Austin cheats on his wife all the time like he said oh I'm in trouble Austin does your wife know that you cheat on her every weekend does she know that you message every single Insta- every single girl on Instagram trying to get in their pants what is wrong with him? And like the fact that he deleted it just like I feel like proves that it's like kind of true. Yeah. Which yeah, because that's like a bad luck. It's also it's it's not cool to her, right? Like it's, it's disrespectful to her. her. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, but I mean, that's not the first time and the first person that's called Austin out for cheating. Like, there's been like allegations like all the time. But I feel like coming from Jake Paul is like kind of like oh, like it so must many people be have eyes then. on that. Yeah, so many people have eyes on Jake Paul, but also like they're like that's your friend. Like, I feel like your friends know all of your dirty little secrets. Like, he's definitely not wrong. But so I guess the drama didn't end there. And so obviously like Jake Paul took down the TikTok, but everyone freaking saw it and like screen recorded it. And so I guess they had like a heated confrontation like in person and it led to Jake Paul allegedly slashing Austin's Lamborghini's tires. These are just champagne problems, honestly. I know, literally. You slashed my Lamborghini tires. How dare you? (laughs) Now I have to get new ones. I know, but it's, it's, um, and, and I, we say allegedly with everything, but like, it's pretty much confirmed that Jake Paul did what is, it. He's like a, what is wrong with him? Uh, what is actually, where do we begin? he has like a physical screw loose. Like, I think there's something <laughs> wrong. Like, I actually said this for years. I think there is something very, very wrong with him. Like they I need know. to, they need to figure it out. And I feel like boxing is probably not the sport I mean, to get like mentally better because he's getting hit in the head. Yeah. <laughs> no, I think the first red flag was dating Erica Costell and then letting her go. Like, how do you fuck that up? So many girls. I know. Like what? Like if you're lucky enough to date Erica Costell, don't fuck that up. So clearly he has screws loose. Mm -hmm. But um, basically, so his brother Logan was on BFF's podcast, Dave Portnoy and Josh Richards podcast the other day, like right before the fight. And he basically like confirmed that like the rumors about him slashing uh, Austin's tires are true. (laughs) And he was and he literally said in the podcast, like, Honestly, like sometimes my brother scares me. Like I feel like he like will flip a switch and just like come out of nowhere and like will go slash someone's tires. Yes. And he was like, it's kind of scary. Like yeah, I don't know where it came. Terrifying. From. He's a terrifying person. Like I, I really do think you find him to be quite scary. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, you want to know what's really funny? What? Um, that Austin McBroom is fighting Bryce Hall on June twelfth. Wait, like. Like in like a a a match, yeah. Why are tick? Why did every TikTok YouTuber decide? Okay, we're boxers now. Do you think it's because you're trying to get taken more seriously? Like I don't know what it is. Like why? Um, Why the same sport? Like why couldn't they pick something different? Like Taekwondo. (laughs) 
ice hockey i don't know honestly do some gymnastics and i'll be impressed like let's see if we can do some bar and beam oh, shit do you, you think know? it's because like i feel like boxing is such a good glory like singular manly sport, sport right but it's only about you it's not it's, there's no sure, team like the training is like all about you right and there's no team like it's not mm-hmm. like oh like when you win a soccer game it's like oh our team won right with boxing it's like no i won and i feel like these people are so self-centered that they need the glory to all be about them I don't know. I could be wrong, but I feel like maybe. Okay, but like, okay, you know what else is all about you? Cross country. So why don't you go run a four minute mile and and then I'll be impressed. Go run a four minute. <laughs> Bryce Hall is like. I don't know why Bryce Hall is getting involved, but Bryce Hall is like not someone I feel like that would be good at boxing at all. No, like I think I think Austin is going to. I think he just like wants to just have his name out there. Like we talk about him too much. We give him too much credit. That's on June twelfth. So by the next time we record. We will know who won that Austin versus Bryce Hall thing, so we'll let you guys. Or we know. won't know because we will have gone to bed because it's just not something that we're interested in. Watching. No, I'm not gonna watch it 100. percent Yeah, but I, you best believe I'll be freaking googling that the next day. Agreed. Okay, so today is if you live in the Boston area, I don't know what it is, but we're getting some sort of heat wave. It's, it's a freaking scorcher out there. It is like wet the outside. Past few days. You walk outside and it's like it's just. Moist, and yeah. I hate that word. But I hate the, I hate this weather and the word and everything. You like it though, right? Um, I'm not really too fond of like the New England winters. So yeah, I mean, yeah, no, it's hot. I've had to transition into putting my woman's deodorant away and bringing out the men's deodorant because it's heavy so duty hot. Stuff. I need the heavy duty <laughs> shit now. The gal stuff just don't do it no more. And I just stopped doing my hair because I'm like, what's the oh, point? Same. Like if you're watching on YouTube, I'm sorry. This is like, it's, <laughs> it is what it is. <laughs> there's, there's, there's no other way to, to describe it. Um, no, honestly though, it's, it's wild. It's hot. I like a good Arizona, California dry heat. This is not that it's muggy. I didn't know that Boston was capable of getting to 90 degrees in early June, but here we are. But it's okay because on the plus side, we did it. We made it. We're here. We are post-pandemic. I'd say yes. And maybe we shouldn't say post because I feel like people are going to come for us and be oh. like, blah, blah, blah. But they're, I, okay, yes, there are people still struggling, other countries still struggling. But here yes. in Boston, everything is open again. I think that... There are just a lot of sad things that came from the pandemic, a lot of mm. hurt and sadness and things that people and are still loss. going through and that's horrible and we're acknowledging that. I do have to say though, I think that we've been through hell this past year, everyone has. And I think just like getting through the other side and being able to wake up in the morning, go to work or not go to work or do whatever it is that you do and like maintain some sort of happiness. like. Good for you. You made it through this. If you're listening to this, congratulations. We made it to the other side. In Boston, people are getting vaxxed. People are getting rid of their masks. They're going out. They're getting after it. And it's just, it's an exciting time to be alive. I'm, it, I'm happy. I 100% agree with you. It is quite exciting. I'm very thrilled to be going back to the Grand. However, I feel like with this, all this newness back into our life, I feel like we got so used to and so accustomed to like the low key, casual, <laughs> comfy lifestyle that now it's like, wait, wait, I, um, my summer body, not ready. Haven't bought a new piece of clothing in like God knows how long. And I forgot how to act in public. Yeah. Like I had my six so, friends. How do you, how do you interact with people other than my six friends? Yeah, like, don't know. Don't care. We can have more than six people at a table now. And now I'm like, 
it's also, it was like cool to, cause no one was doing anything. So it's cool to stay inside. It's cool to like be kind of an introvert. And I feel like all before I knew it, I would go like four days of just like wearing sweatpants every day, getting up, showering, put my sweatpants back on, working, <laughs> work ending, shutting off my laptop, watching four episodes of Shit's Creek, going to bed, waking up, doing yeah. it again. No, it's like, it was a sick routine, like, like sick and like a, like if I ever did that, like post pandemic or even pre pandemic, I'd be like, Abby, are you depressed? Like mm -hmm. you need some help, like get out of the house. But it was encouraged. Yeah, it was. And I think that even though at times I did feel like I was going slightly insane, I think that like most people listening to this would admit that they learned something from the pandemic. I think they did. Yeah. I think quite a few people would come away from it being like, yes, like it was sometimes boring and crazy and frustrating and sad and scary, but there's also a lot of moments where a lot of us, we learned how to cook. We got up, we started going to the gym. We started taking care of ourselves. We started getting a skincare regime. Shout out to um, Skincare by Hiram on YouTube. <laughs> um, we started doing the little things for ourselves to feel better. We, I know I drank a little bit less. I tried to get my mental health a little bit more in check than it was before the pandemic when I was going out way too much and partying way too much and not eating enough and whatever. But I think Retweet. people got into a better just like a better place Way mentally. Yeah. I think people are like on average, and this isn't to generalize because everyone's going through something different, but on average, I'd say most of the people I talk to are like, you know what? Like I picked up some hobbies. I feel a little bit happier. I feel like I kind of am a more complete person now, which is great. Um, I think that if you're listening to this right now and you've loved the, th the things and the ways that you've, you've adapted since quarantine, that's awesome. I think there's also a lot of people where they're like, yeah, that's great, Shannon. We did that shit, but we're also looking to, you know, get out, meet some people, hit the club, hit the bar, what have you. So what we wanted to do was talk about, you know, if, if you're in the stage where you're like, I'm antsy to get out there, but you're also like, I have no idea how to interact with people. I don't know what to wear, what to do. We wanted to kind of break down some steps of kind of how, into, to how to ease back into life. It's, you know, it's shoot your shot girl summer. Mm -hmm. That's what it is. Forget hot how, girl summer. Forget hot girl summer. It's out the window. It doesn't matter what you look like. It's shoot your shot girl summer in every area and every meaning of the word you're getting out there and you're going to shoot your shot to meet people go to the bars meet guys do whatever it is what the hell you want to do mm -hmm. oh, yeah well i think the first step in to easing your way back in is you got to have a good crew you mm -hmm. got to have a good posse behind you to you know get yourself out there but if you were like me I was kind of introverted, kind of shy before the pandemic and mm -hmm. it's only gotten worse <laughs> since. So for some people, it's not that easy to like, you know, I but, feel like uh, this pandemic, you could have either made more friends because you had more time to develop friendships or, you know, you lost a few friends and you didn't prioritize your friendships because, you know, you didn't either want to see them because of COVID or, you know, there's a, a whole bunch of reasons. So, right. you know, and not everyone, I feel like we're extremely lucky that we like have the friend group that we do, but not everyone has that. Right. No, it's so true. And I feel like, uh, you know, going to like a bar or going to a dinner or going out by yourself, obviously is something that a lot of people are not comfortable with, including myself. I don't think I could do that, mm -mm. especially not in Boston because people are scary. Um, so yeah, I mean, I think if you, you know, first off, if you have a group of friends, good for you. If you have a good group of friends and you know, you're close, that's awesome. Um, I think the, the biggest thing you can do is just get, get hyped up, get each other hyped up, um, and make some plans to go out. Um, 
create a group chat. So, Mm -hmm. you know, one thing that we do, because it seems like sometimes the summers, they just slip away from you and they get so crazy. We create group chats for every single thing we want to do. So we had a- Like events. Foxwoods Fiesta group Group chat. chat, Yeah. We have a um, cheat codes group chat. We have a group chat for, you know, a few of us want to go to the Hamptons. Create the group chat, tell your friends. Um, Don't wait for one of your friends to initiate because it's never going to happen. Be the person, just take charge. And then I think second thing that a lot of us do is we create calendar invites. (laughs) to our work emails for things that we want to do. We have a calendar invite on Friday. We're going to NYC, girls trip. All of us accepted it and it's it's on your calendar. It's what adults do. Yeah, those are just like little ways. I feel like I feel like when you, you know, you create a big group chat or you make it official by putting on the calendar, it creates like this I don't know, like it's something to look forward to and it puts more emphasis on it. Like, okay, like this is happening, Mm -hmm. whether or not you like it, you already said you're going, so you're going, I'm holding you accountable and it it holds yourself accountable on like, honestly, like I literally use my calendar on my phone. Like there's like a dot on like almost every day of the month because mm-hmm. I literally have something going on. Yeah. Like I little encourage, things too. I encourage people to use their like work calendar because that's like my, I use that for everything. Use it for your personal shit. And that way like you have things planned that we're not sitting there on a Friday being, oh shit, like I wish my friends and I were fun. I wish we were going out. It's like throw shit in the calendar and you won't ever feel that way because you always have something to look forward to. Mm-hmm. Um, but if you're listening to this and you're like, you know what guys, that's great, but I, you know, I moved here in the pandemic or I just graduated college. I don't know anyone in Boston. I don't know where to go. Or if your friends just suck and you kind of want new ones, um, then we have some steps for you guys to 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 meet some people. Yeah, I think um, an underrated way to make friends is through work mm-hmm. and drinks after work. Um, we don't usually like to talk about work outside of work. However, I feel like you spend a majority of your time working and you spend a lot of time with your coworkers. Obviously, yeah. depending on your job, I don't know what it is that you do, but I feel like for the most part, if you're in an office setting, you spend a lot of time working with your coworkers, talking to your coworkers, just being around them. And I know it can seem like, I don't know, intimidating because you're in like a professional work environment. Mm -hmm. I know some like jobs are more relaxed than others. Like I know the company that Shannon works at is way like, they encourage, yeah, they encourage like friendships. Yeah. They encourage friendships. And like for myself, like, I work at a place where there's not that many young people, but you know, like it doesn't mean that like people older than you or like maybe you think that they're not, you know, down to go out for a drink after work, but it, you would, you'd be surprised by if you just put yourself out there yes. and try to make friends with your colleagues, like you'll be pleasantly surprised that majority time people are also looking to make friends. Yes, I think the biggest thing is like taking that first step because like you said, I feel like everyone assumes like, oh, like I don't wanna ask because they might not want to. But if you're the person just to ask, I mean, worst they can say is no and then you'll never ask them again and sayonara. Yeah. But if you just put yourself out there and you're like, hey, um, today sucks, today was long, wanna like wanna grab a drink like after work and they yeah. say yes. I mean, you're, you're not asking them out to, you know, a five course meal or something. <laughs> you're just going to a local spot, grabbing a drink you already have shit to talk about. That's the biggest thing. A lot of girls um, reach out to us and they're like, I wanna meet friends, but the most awkward thing is like, how do you get the conversation started? Like, do you tell them like where you're from and like what your interests are? Or like, is it like, is it like dating someone or what do you say? I think talking about work will like break the ice. Yes. I think, Cause I think like, and 
again, I don't condone this, but like if there's like one coworker that you both hate, I feel like it's so easy to just like <laughs> talk. Oh, you know what freaking Nancy did at the printer today? Oh, that's so annoying. Like, yes, you bond over things that you have in common. So whether or not it's like a coworker or like something that happened at work or whatever it is, if you find those little things, you're going to bond and it's going to make the, you know, the other stuff way more natural. Like right. then you can like, you break the ice and then you get into, oh, so like, where are you from? Exactly. You know? Yeah. You already have something to talk about. You already, you both hate your boss. You're miserable. You're not getting paid enough. You're yeah. overworked, underappreciated. You can talk about that and then eventually it'll branch and stuff. I mean, that's literally how we became friends. Yeah. We literally worked together and that's mm-hmm. how we became friends. And that is how the podcast name started. <laughs> Drinks after work. Boom. So during the honeymoon stage of your friendship, talk about work. Once you become closer, stop talking about work. It gets annoying. Um, number two, we had, this is something that a few people have said that they've tried. I personally haven't, but I've heard that there's been some success stories. Yeah. Bumble friends. You can go on Bumble, Bumble and there's BFF. like, yeah, Bumble BFF. So you can put on a setting that's specifically to find friends. And yeah. I know some people are like, oh, it feels a little weird, but I've actually talked to a lot of girls who are like, I mean, you're both there to make friends and you're not going to swipe on everyone. Right. Like there's some people that you might think are weird that you don't vibe with, but even if you meet one person that ends up being your best friend, then it's a success. Yeah, so. And you can't like not join because you're afraid of like what people are going to think about you because you have to think of it this way. Like if you see someone there on the app, like on Bumble BFF that, you know, like they're, they're they're there for the same they're reason. Look, they're looking to make so friends too. How are like how can you feel weird? Like they're not going to shit on you because that they're there for the same exact reason. Um. Yeah. And I actually someone told me this once. They were like, the, similar to Bumble. They're like with dating apps. Sometimes people like will talk on dating apps and they get so awkward to like initiate a date. And it's like you're there. You're on a dating app to date people. Like you can do that. Like it's yeah, okay. That's the whole purpose. <laughs> it's so funny. Um. I think another one, and this is, I mean, proceed with caution because you're not going to do this with everyone. But if you follow someone on Instagram, maybe you've liked a lot of each other's posts, you have mutual friends. I mean, who the hell cares? Shoot your shot. Reach out to them, ask them to grab a drink, to hang out. Um, They might think you have a crush on them. Who cares? I think you can make a lot of friends. Uh, Maggie was actually telling us that. She was like, I made one of my closest friends because... She lives in LA and she followed my my vlogs and my stuff and she reached out to me and she's like, yo, I like your style. Like, let's hang out sometime. And they became best friends. So you never know. I think it's, you can never be too bold. Yeah. Um. Okay. So this isn't self promo promise, but not to be biased, but our private Facebook group has almost 2000 girls in the Boston area that are looking to make new friends. Mm-hmm. So if you haven't yet already joined I don't know what you're waiting for. (laughs) Agreed. Like so many girls have literally told us like, thank you so much for creating this group. Like I've met so many people like in real life that I literally hang out with. Absolutely. No, it's true. Um, Like we just said before, I mean, like there's, 1700 girls on that in the group at this point who are like, I moved to the city. I don't know anyone. I want friends. Um, we've heard so many girls who've reached out to us being like, I met my roommate through that group chat. Yeah. I've been looking for roommates on there too. Yeah. They've met their friends or roommates are going out there drinking together, join. And like, let's say even, you know, a thousand of them weren't your type of girls. Like there's that 700 more that could be. So, um, I think put yourself out there, put a cute little post. A lot of girls will like post a few pictures of themselves and like their interests and stuff. And it can kind of give an idea of like the type of person they are. So do it, put yourself out there. And that's how you find your posse. Yeah. Okay. So I feel like once you find your posse, that's like the first check mark. First check mark. Okay. 
But you got your bitches. Yeah, you got your you got your baddies and you want to look good when you go out. Mm -hmm. I'm a true believer in look good, feel good. Like it's and I'm not even it's not even like a like a superficial kind of thing. It's just like mental. Yeah, it's all mental. And I mean, I guess you could argue that it's superficial. But like if I don't look good, it literally ruins my entire mood. Right. Like I'll like I will want to stay home. Like I don't want to go out to the club if I don't like my outfit. Yeah. And so I feel like I don't know about you, but this past weekend was actually probably like the first time that I actually bought like going out clothes and mm -hmm. not like a sweatsuit. And not a freaking sweat set. If yeah. I see another sweat I mean, set, I'm gonna strangle myself with it. But I definitely bought new sweatpants this weekend also. <laughs> oh, no. But in addition to that, I did buy some like non sweatpants and like cute clothes. So. I want everyone to burn their sweatpants. I, I <laughs> hope I never see another pair of sweatpants. There are just kidding. There is a, there's a lot of really cute sweatpants. I'm just yeah. projecting, but no, I know <laughs> still, but so you can't go out with, without a fire outfit. You can't, you can't. And like, it's so true because my sister was saying, she was like, I didn't go out. Like I didn't want to go to a bar until I knew I had something really cute to wear because she was like, we haven't bought this shit in like a year and yeah. a half. Um, so I think biggest thing is, you know, where do you go? Where do you buy stuff? Abby, where do you go? Oh God. Mm, okay. So I think, are for, you talking for online going or? Well, okay. Um, online first, I guess. Um, where do you, where do you online. go online to buy stuff? So if I have the time and it's not last minute, I really like Revolve mm. and they have a lot of dumb expensive things, like literally like so much money. But if you take the time to go through their website, like you can find like affordable things. And I mean like dresses that are on under $200, under $100. Like there's some cute things you just have to go digging if you take the time. So I really like to order from revolve a lot if you um sort by designer to type uh look up super down super down always has really cute stuff Ooh. and it's one of like their cheaper ones and i always just sort by them that way i don't fall in love with the dress that i can't afford I and cry about it, it. yeah <laughs> the day that i can just go on revolve and just buy anything i want and not have to look <laughs> mm. goals okay goals. um and i also really i feel like i mentioned this on a previous episode but I really like Garage. Mm. They have like a lot of cute basics. So if you need like like a cute crop top, a cute bodysuit, um, a cute dress, like they really do have like some of the cutest things. And it's like way more affordable than Revolve. Yes. Um, Garage, I feel like it's so underrated. I first it heard is. about it in Canada and it's actually amazing. It is. Um, I feel like Aritzia is the same. They have a lot of really cute basics. You can get it online. There's also one in Boston. Um, lately, they've been a little bit more like loungy, but I feel like yeah. go, they'll go back they'll to go being back, a yeah. little bit more like going out-ish. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. So those are some great options. I also feel like um, like Princess Polly. Yeah. Oh yeah. Online. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Adika style, Princess Polly, places like that. Oh, I, feel I love like Adika. Super, super well, cute. you know what? Like freaking Zara online because I can't stand to go in person. Oh yeah, so transitioning to in person. If you live in Boston, you probably know what the hell we're talking about. I walked by the other day, it was 93, it. 93 degrees out. There was a line of 50 people waiting to get into Zara, just to get in, and then there's a line when you get inside. Yeah. You could not pay me to do that. I just, I will not. And I blame all the people that watch TikTok because Zara's trendy now, and I've been shopping at Zara for literally so many years, and there was never a line, and now there is. Anyways. I, I was literally at the mall over the weekend, and there wasn't a line, like it was, in a mall so it wasn't like it was on Newberry Street and I there wasn't a line to get in so I literally walked in I was like so happy and I saw the line for the checkout and I walked right out I yes like, no, I'll it's just like order it online yes it's not worth it but Zara has some really cute clothes they do they're so cute they're like fashionable and cute um but if you're in the Boston area and you're listening to this there are some places that are like 
pretty local. Um, they might have like one or two locations, but decently local. Um, so a lot of the places I like to go to are, they're pretty popular. Bobbles and Lace mm-hmm. is a good one. It's a boutique. They have a lot of going out they stuff. They have one in Nantucket too in the summer. Oh yeah, they have one in Nantucket. They have one actually in Portsmouth, New Hampshire, in Andover. So a bunch of different locations. Um, I get all of my cute shoes at Bobbles and Lace. They have the cutest yeah, shoes for some reason. So highly recommend there. I go to Lip Boutique for a lot of my things. Mm-hmm. Um, they also have for Love and Lemons at Lip Boutique, which is kind of amazing. We got matching um, face masks with glitter on them at Lit. Do you remember that? Yeah, we did. And hats. Super cute. And hats, and yeah. Hat. Um, and then No Rest for Bridget is another one. Um, there's another one that I recently found this weekend and I'm obsessed with it. I've been telling mm-hmm. everyone. So it's called Miss Mia. Yeah, I had never heard of it until you told me. It's so what cute. What is it next to? It's um, it's further down, so closer to bar. Oh, okay. That's how I found it. I was walking back from bar gotcha. and they have the cutest things like going out clothes, like summery clothes. I got the, like that tank top I showed you. Mm-hmm. It's like silk and like cropped and it's just, oh my gosh. I know. The, I could have spent all my money there. A majority of these Highly places recommend. though, even though they're like boutiques, they do still have like online inventory. Mm-hmm. Like like I know Bobbles and Lace, like like you, even though, I mean, I, I much rather would, I'd rather shop in person, but if you're not from the Boston area and you're looking for a cute fit, like from a boutique, like I'm pretty sure they all have online websites. Yeah, for sure. I think they, I think they do for the most part. So you can find them online as well. Um, but okay. So now you're, now you're dressed. And also obviously if it makes you feel more confident, get your nails done, get a pedicure, get a bikini wax. Oh yeah. Hair done, hair purple, whatever the hell makes you happy. Okay, so, but now you need a place to go. You need to, like, go show off your outfit and your new cute hot friends. Yes. Um, and it also hit us when we were putting together this list that there might be a decent amount of people that have never really been out to an actual bar. and Like, they've been out to dinners. So many people that, like, request to join our Facebook group. So, like, when you request to join, there's three questions that you have to answer. And if you don't answer them, I don't accept you because... <laughs> I literally say it in the thing. You have to answer them. If you don't, I won't accept you because I want to know that you're a real person and not weird. (laughs) Um, Anyways. (laughs) I know. I just get mad that people don't answer them. But a lot of people, because I like reading their stories. A lot of people say like, oh, I just moved here. Like, like, because we ask like, what's your favorite place to get a drink after work in the Boston area? And a lot of people don't know. Mm -hmm. Like they don't know where to go because they just moved here during the pandemic. And so they're like, I'm joining this so I can find places to go. And I'm like, okay, you're in. Okay. So obviously, um, well, first off, a quick little disclaimer. If you're not from Boston, it's expensive as hell. So we recommend that anywhere you go, pregame, sneak nips in, put them in your bra, put them in your underwear, put them in your boots, wherever the hell you have to put them. Literally just big hair full of nips because it is expensive. It yeah. is. So take shots in the bathroom, number one. But we also know that not everyone has the same vibe. So we are the type of people, we'll go to the Grand one night, we'll go to Causeway the next night, we'll go wherever. Yeah. Um, we so like we, dive bars, we like clubs, we like it all. We like anywhere. Yeah. Anywhere. We like a nice rooftop. Um, but if you are you know, someone that maybe you're just looking for a good after work spot to grab drinks, drinks after work (laughs) and you're not looking to really like rage that hard I think some good spots are Tia's Mm -hmm. Tia's is really popular I feel like that's everyone goes there and it's like a good spot to like slowly slip into insanity that's a good pregame spot too you can meet some cute guys at Tia's oh yeah right Uh uh-huh like some guys in finance (laughs) (laughs) I don't know what it is but every time I went when I was single I always got approached by like foreign guys so if you are into foreign guys I, for some reason, they all Hot flock take. there. Okay. Yeah, accents. I could see that. 
So Tia's another place that we love is committee. Mm-hmm. I feel like they just have like the best vibes in general, but I, I think committee. they're a good spot to get like after work, you yeah. head over to committee. I feel like people are there and it's like, mm-hmm. it's buzzing. So also see, uh, not seaport in the seaport. Speaking of seaport committees in seaport, but Cisco, mm. I feel like a lot of people on Fridays, like the people that work in like seaport and like downtown, like a lot of people flock to Cisco cause it's outdoors. If it's a nice Friday, like they'll go there and it's, Packed. I know you don't. I've know you've, you've never been. <laughs> I've made it a point to never go, even right. though I lived right You're down the street. A psycho. I'm a weirdo. It's weird. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, and then if you are a person that. You're not looking for a club, but you're looking for a little bit more of like a rowdy bar, like a loud bar, I should say. Like club vibes. Club without vibes being club. without being at a club. Yeah. Um, I think a good place to go is either Lolita or mm-hmm. Empire. Um, Red Lantern, places yeah. like that. Like they, they definitely are clubby. They have DJs oftentimes and they have, yeah. or, or Lolita's, they just have really loud music, but you're not like at like- Our very own producer will DJ oh, at Empire. Yes, he, he does. This weekend, they have early. Yes, they have fire music there. Um, so it's very like, I would say more loungy vibes. Mm-hmm. Lolita is more of like a traditional bar. It's just really yeah. loud. But anyway, so yeah, those they places- have a nice, Lolita has, Four Point has a nice outdoor they do. seating. That's like perfect for after work drinks. So too. you can go there, um, you can just like, have drinks, have a ton of fun. You don't need to worry about like getting a table, getting bottle service minimums. Like you can do that too, but it's kind of like you can decide. So I feel like that's a really good option if you're looking to do that. Mm -hmm. Also though, like what would you consider um, like bodega? Would you consider that like club vibes or like clubby? Yeah. So there's like, you know, Bodega Canal, which they yeah. have like a club section, like kind of in the back. Yeah. And and Scorpion Bar, which like starts yeah. as a restaurant, but, but it you turns get, into like a full on nightclub basically. Yeah, you can get bottle service yeah. at both of them. Exactly. But you can also go and not. You can go and like have a be and just like a regular just bar. Dinner. It's kind of like what you make it. So yeah, that's the cool thing about Boston. There's a lot of places like that where it's not like you're going to Marquee in New York City where like, yeah. or One Oak where it has to be a club. So you're looking for like an in-between type place I feel like that's a good bet yeah also like if you're looking for pre-game places or like even post-game places like literally pre-game like literally before like a game (laughs) um the greatest bar Mm, yeah the causeway like we said earlier um banners banners which is literally right next to right next to the garden yeah there's a bunch of places that you can go before after a game and it's literally packed so fun so what's the one near Fenway that bar. The bleacher bar? No, there's another one. I don't know. I I, th- I know what you're talking about. We don't go there enough. We need to no, go to Fenway. No, we don't go more. to Fenway. We need to like, broaden our horizons. Um, okay, and then if you're looking to slowly just go into like a black hole, but in a really good way, we recommend the Southie bars. This is like, <laughs> I feel like if you just graduated college, you probably already know about them, but if you don't, we're gonna bring it up anyways, because we don't ever like to assume. Lincoln, Stats, The Broadway, Playwright, those places loco like you will go to they'll be packed you're going to meet a bunch of dudes they're all going to be um smoking vape pens and it's going to be a lot of fun you want to know what's underrated over there because i used to when i used to like go to southie like fairly often if i couldn't get into like if the lines were just way too long there's a bar called shenanigans oh yeah um that's um it's on the same side as loco but it's like past it so like where west broadway meets east broadway it's closer like it's not closer to east broadway and that's like it's like a 
a minute walk from Lincoln, Capo, and Loco. So if you can't get in there, shenanigans, they also have outdoor seating that's really cute. And Love it's it. always packed. Yeah, for sure. I think people who are like in their like later 20s, maybe early 30s listening to this, mm -hmm. they're like, I'm probably not going to be going to the Southie bars. Um, but honestly, it's an experience. And I recommend everyone goes at least a few times in their life. We still like to mix it up and go every now and then. It's just like crowded. Girls are blacking out. It's like a little mix of like, city meets college life. Um, you gotta dodge all the chads and brads asking what you do for a living. Lots of chads and brads. Wait, our guy friends always, they're like, every podcast, you guys just come for selfie guys every single time. And so we now just, we make we it a point to do it every hour. We can't help it. It's just like visceral. We can't, we can't help but do it. It is what it is. I don't make the rules. I just enforce them. <laughs> Sorry. Okay. And then clubs. So, I'm biased, but the Grand is my favorite. Yes, the Grand is awesome. Um, we love the Grand. Memoir is actually opening, I think, next week as well. Which this weekend? This weekend. Okay. Yeah. So Memoir is opening. The Grand is opened. Um, obviously, just unreal places. Other clubs you can go to. There's Bijou. Mm -hmm. um, Royale is going to be opening up again, I believe. So yeah, there's there's a ton of clubs in Boston that you can go to. Um, I think the biggest thing with clubs is that you have the option. You can buy a ticket and go in GA. You can get a table either way. I've done both. We've done both. Um, we get tables these days. And you want to know what I think about tables is so, okay. Like, let's, I'm just going to use the grand for instance. I feel like people shit on tables, but like you're paying $50 for GA, for a GA ticket just mm -hmm. to get in. Right. And I would say most times we usually spend... 150 to 200 dollars per visit <laughs> for a table right. that you're splitting with a lot of people and so you're spending 50 dollars just to get in that doesn't cover any drinks and so drinks if are so you add up yeah the drinks are so and again 25 dollars for a drink at a club literally basically. yeah if you're especially if you're tipping like if you're spending 20 dollars like 25 dollars even 15 dollars and you're getting multiple drinks throughout the night like that adds up and so I know it doesn't exactly add up to like 150, but if you factor in the like factor in like, like I'm not kidding, I've probably paid for one GA ticket at the Grand my entire life, and I will never do it again because, literally, like I would much rather pay I don't know 50 extra dollars to not have to wait in line for a drink. Right. Like I feel like you just spend so much time, like wasted time, when like you could be like yeah. on the dance floor and stuff. So. Yeah. Honestly, it yeah, all evens out. I it feel. does. And I think if you want to go in GA, great. Like, that's fun. I've, I've gone in and I've had a freaking blast and you can dance your face off. But what I would urge you to do is before when we first graduated and like we didn't have any money or anything, mm -hmm. we get like a shitty table, like way in the back. In the back that, yeah like had no view of the dance floor. Just having a place to like put your stuff, put your coat, put your purse. Yeah is nice and then when you're on the dance floor and you're kind of danced out you can have a place to sit down because sit people down. don't realize when you get ga like you reach a point where you're like i'm exhausted or i'm too you drunk and you have no yeah. you can't sit your you can't feet do hurt any, you have high heels nothing you can do like you you're trying to, to sit on the your, steps they're yeah. rolling you out of there it's bad so just having a place and like honestly it's some of the places like if you have a big group of people it's less than a hundred dollars per person yeah. just get it have it there just in case you need it and then you can just flirt with some guys who have a dance floor table that they're probably each spending like five exactly. grand on and then you're you're set so as long as you're yeah you know, i'd say a seven or above then you're fi <laughs> you're fine 
<laughs> you can cheat the system. Get a get a inexpensive inexpensive table in the back. Leave your purse there. Leave whatever there. You have a place like Shannon said to get a break. But you know you're bouncing back and forth between the dance floor and there, and it it all evens out in the end. It's beautiful. It's a beautiful magical thing that happens. But basically, guys, the moral of this whole thing was we. We did want to just kind of really break it down for you step by step. Um, we know there's some people listening to this that are like, we know we've been there, but there's a lot of people that haven't. So moral of the story, it's shoot your shot girl summer. We want to see you guys getting after it. We want you to live the lives that you deserve to live. Um, we want to see you reaching out to that guy that you've been cyber stalking for the past year, finally asking him to get drinks. We want to see you reaching out to new girls, making friends, going to the grand, taking your top off, doing shots, whatever the hell it is that you want to do. We want to see you doing it because... Like, we actually want to see you doing it, though. Like, tag us in your Instagram yes. stories and we'll repost The you. time is now. We've been waiting for these moments for so long, and I feel like it's just time. It is. The time is now. There's no better time than the present. Agreed. We didn't freaking sit in the house for a year to just continue sitting. There the was house. a point where a song that was titled Bored in the House and I'm in the Port House, house Bored was one of the top songs that people would listen to. And look how far we came, so take advantage of it. Let's dive into the over under. It's that time of the night. I can't believe we're doing it two weeks in a row. I'm so happy for us. I'm excited. I'm finally overrated. You're always overrated, but let's hear it. I mean, hey, <laughs> my feelings are hurt. Me. Me. <laughs> okay. Wow, that was annoying. If I was listening, I'd be like, I'm unsubscribed and giving one star now. No. No. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Go. Okay. Okay. I, okay. I'm probably going to get shit on for this because I feel like Jeep gang is like, meh, meh, meh. Okay. I think Jeep Wranglers are overrated. Why? Because you don't like, you're the opposite of fun. You don't think a guy, like a nice looking guy in a Jeep No, is like, I think if you're a guy driving a Jeep Wrangler, I would not date you. Really? Why? First of all, I think they're, they're not. I don't know. They're not. I don't like boxy cars. What? And also, you, so you don't like G wagons either? Well, see, I put you in a corner. What are you gonna say now? <laughs> what are you gonna say now to that? You don't like G wagons either? I do think G wagons are overrated. Oh my god! But if someone gave me one, I'd obviously drive it. But if oh, okay, if someone gave me one, I'd be fine with it. <laughs> a G wagon, yeah. But like, out of all the Jeeps. Like Jeep Compass, Jeep Cherokee. I think they are way better than Jeep Wranglers. Really? Yeah. But it's like a different vibe. Like I have a Jeep Cherokee and like it's cute and like I love yeah, it. I love right. the, I love your car. I know. I love it too. But like a Jeep Wrangler is just like a different thing. It's like Wrangler. No. I barely know her. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> it's, I've been in them. I've been off-roading on the beach with them. I, I don't know. I think like, I'm not really impressed by the inside. I don't know. It's I think not they're suppo- overrated. That's the vibe though. It's not supposed to be like impressive on the inside. It's like, well, I like, I like to it's be like, impressed. Hey, like I just got my license and I'm picking you up my Jeep Wrangler. Yeah. He's, when I think of a Jeep Wrangler, I think of a high school student. I think of a 16 to 18 year old girl. And I think, no. His name is Stefan, and he is the captain of the football team. I'm sorry. He's showing up at 7 p.m. He told his dad he's not going to have you back past 11. That's that's who drives the Jeep Wrangler. Yeah, not my cup of tea. I I know it's an unpopular opinion probably, but if you you agree with me, will you please slide in our DMs and let me know? If you think that they're overrated. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I love Jeep Wranglers. My dad wouldn't let me have one because he said it was, like, unsafe because they can, like, tip easily. I feel like that's like a thing people say. Yeah. I no, I believe it. I believe it. Anyways. You're underrated. What's underrated? Okay. Underrated. 
I'm actually so passionate about this. So oh. freaking passionate. Okay. So I think that. <laughs> I have no idea what you're about to say. <laughs> I'm so hungry because I haven't had dinner. But um, I think that the gluten-free pizza from Domino's is probably the most underrated thing in the world, period. Well, now I want. It's so good. Now I want Domino's. It's so good. Like, um, we, I started getting it like a year ago. Someone got me hooked. Michael tried it. He orders it instead of the regular pizza because he likes the flavor. He's not even gluten-free. He just likes the flavor. It's so good. It's a crispy. It's everything I've ever wanted in a pizza. It's amazing. It's so good. I usually get the peppers and the onions on it and like the way that it melts in your mouth. and like, I'm so hungry. Holy shit. Can I'm we so- order that? <laughs> yes. I'm being Can- so serious. Wait, you know, there's a Domino's right next to my apartment. Oh, so I'm very well On the way back. We should order when we right leave now. the studio. Right now. Right now. Right now. Right now. And then by the time we get there, it'll be ready. It'll be ready. Yeah. We should do th- can we do that? Yeah. I have to be up at 5 a.m. tomorrow. So I really, I need to eat bar? Yeah, at six. Because I'm, I'm going to the office. So I have to be, it's not fun. But if I have something to look forward to, I'll be so happy. And then maybe I could bring leftovers to work tomorrow. Oh my gosh. I'm so, I'm giddy right now. I'm literally so. You weren't kidding when you said you were passionate. I'm passionate. Well, okay. You know what? I've never tried the gluten-free pizza from Domino's Mm -hmm. or gluten-free pizza at all. I do like gluten-free pasta, but let's put this to the test. Next week, I'll let you guys know if it's actually underrated. We'll post it. We'll post it Mm -hmm. on our Instagram. Um, Okay. We're literally going to post it on our story in about... 30 minutes and people are like, what the hell? And you just have to listen to this week's episode. But then when you're listening now, it'll be in the past that we posted it. I don't know. I'm getting confused about time zones. Anyways, (laughs) um, thank you guys for listening to another episode. We had so much fun with you this week. It was kind of fun, flirty, and weird. We wanted to keep things light this week because we're just, we're happy. We're vibing. Vitamin D is floating around. You know, is that the sun? Yeah. yeah. Vitamin yeah. D, we're just splashing around. Vitamin D, we're happy, in a good mood. Um, we're going to go order some pizza. Mm-hmm. But thank you guys so much for listening. If you are listening on Apple, please leave us a review, subscribe, and rate us. Did I, did I do it right? Did I hit all the bo- check all the boxes? Not going to lie, I wasn't listening. Oh. I was thinking about pizza. Wow. Same. Okay. <laughs> but anyways, um, you're listening on, we're watching on YouTube. Please don't forget to subscribe and comment. It really means more than you guys know. Tell your friends about us. Talk shit. Talk good stuff. We don't really care. Whatever it is, there's no such thing as bad publicity. And we'll see you guys next <laughs> week. Lincoln Bio. Lincoln. That's all you can say. Yeah, that's all. Lincoln Bio. Lincoln Bio. Bye. Cheers. <laughs>